Same business, different day. Hello and welcome to our final episode of season one. In this episode, Zeke and I discuss our first season's guests and what they mean to us. We are incredibly thankful for our listeners. You're all awesome. And we can't wait to share more content with you. Season two is coming soon. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to the Same Business, Different Day podcast. Alyssa and I here for the recap of season one. How are you doing, Alyssa? I'm doing fantastic. We had a good season. Yeah, I think so. It was a bunch of great episodes, and uh, I was so excited about it. And I'm really looking forward to uh, what we're going to do for season two. We got a lot coming. Yes, we do. You know where I want to start is I want to start by reiterating really what the podcast is all about. I think that is real. It's important uh, to understand that. Not only did we hear some good stories, we heard from some really good business people and we heard a lot about them and their lives. But we want to talk about why that was so important. Right. And I think that it was really important because it got to show so many other people that they're just like them. Right. 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 That there are parallels of their stories or their upbringings and that these have become very successful business people. And usually what we see out there in public is people giving just business advice, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Occasionally you'll see people, you know, try to be mentors and say, you know, you can be better, you can do better, you know, get out of the streets or, you know, whatever kind of speech they say about pulling up their, you know, bootstraps. But Sometimes you have to just tell your story. Mm -hmm. And when you tell your story, then others can kind of realize, hey, they're not much different than me. And look where they are today. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, does that make sense? Definitely. And I think it has a lot to do with community. You know, you often look at just the people right around you and Mm -hmm. without thinking about what's going on just next to you. Right. And so a lot of these people, they come from so many different backgrounds but they're all successful. Mm -hmm. So it's the idea that no matter where you came from, depending on where your focus is, that's where your success is. Absolutely. Um, And then I even get like, you know, caught in conversations where some people say, you know, why not stick to one industry or something like Mm -hmm. that? Right. Why are you talking about so many different, you're talking to so many different types of businesses and so many different types of business people. But at the end of the day, they're all people. Right. Right. But, and, and I get what they're asking because there's some disadvantage there. Right. Because if you're all over the place, um, even advertisement wise, you can lose out. Right. Because mm-hmm. now the advertiser doesn't know who they're targeting. But at the end of the day, that's not as important to me and to us as it is that we talk to people who really are considering or thinking about going into business and they get to actually see some and hear some stories that they may have never heard. Right. Absolutely. And I got to hear some stories that I didn't think I'd (laughs) ever heard before. Right. (laughs) Um, And so let's kind of start off. Joe Green. 
So for 13 years, I served as a parent in the PTA, the Parent Teacher Administration. Uh, the reason I did that, I said earlier, I, I didn't have a dad growing up. And I wanted to be that that influence on campus. You know, maybe that only high five you were getting or only hug you got from a man ever mm -hmm. was just from somebody else's dad who was there trying to make a difference. Our first episode. Yeah, that yeah. was our first episode. Yeah. And I mean, that one just jumped right out of the box. Now, uh, a little bit from behind closed doors, it wasn't the first episode we recorded. It wasn't. <clears throat> so we had a little bit of practice before going into that. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was the first episode that we released and um, because we actually recorded the Espinosa's first. Every now and then I think about getting up and having to go to work, but I was talking to Zeke about this last week, I think. Uh, it's it's nice to, I have to really consider, you know, I have the privilege to be able to make wine, and there's, there's no doubt that it makes people happy uh, when they come out and have a glass of wine. So the best part about the job really is seeing folks out there tasting drinking wine on the weekends and enjoying themselves and we're kind of a nexus for for people that want to come and have wine but it's also i think wine is a part of the human relationship you get together with friends and family and celebrate or uh commiserate whatever whatever it is you have a chance and if you can do it with a glass of wine in a natural environment with a good view that's that's what we're providing. Like Zeke said, a lot of folks will tell us, uh, you know, you're, you're so close to San Diego, but but it feels like I was really far away. I think that's what he was getting at. Absolutely, it feels like you you've been on a little vacation. Yeah, you forget you forget where you came from for a little bit, and you're really somewhere else for that time that you're there. And the thing about the uh, Espinosa's episode was, although we were you know green. <laughs> no pun intended, but we we really, you know, Pops was in here, right? Yeah. And uh, we just really had a good time just talking to them. And and they had just come, right? You know, we're still kind of in this, in the midst of this COVID craze mm -hmm. and everything. And they just had such an amazing story. They did. And that one was, I think, um, unique because we know them quite personally. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm friends with them, you're friends with them. And yeah. so now we're learning things about our friends that we didn't know before. So that's why I think that episode just felt good just to get closer to somebody. It was. And, and you know, I I remember going to invite them. I just remember going stopping by the winery mm -hmm. and just saying, listen, I, I'd really like you guys to be, you know, our first guest. And uh, Roberto, you know, who was a great conversationalist. Right. Yeah, yes. And and as as is Noel, uh -huh. um, he you know, he was just like, wow. You, you know, I said, have you done one before? He's like, no. And he said, well, how many have you done? I was like, none. <laughs> but he was like, sure. Right. You know, and, and I, that's just so amazing. And, yeah. and uh, I really, really do think it was a great episode and such a great story. It was. Yeah. Um, people should, if you don't yeah. know about it, um, you should go back and listen to it. I mean, we're talking about folks that uh, were caught overseas right when the pandemic hit mm -hmm. with their whole family. The kids. And, and yeah. yeah. And they had, they had plans to, you know teach the kids in public schools and, and, and just, you know, all of that, everything changed mm -hmm. and they wound up just being in quarantine and a lot of their plans changed, but uh, they really came out of it still with a positive spirit. Definitely. You know, yeah. I went by their winery after our episode to say mm -hmm. thank you mm -hmm. and it was raining. So we're all <laughs> huddled in their tiny little cellar, mm -hmm. just drinking wine, mm -hmm. having fun. Their life of the party with, you know, a few strangers, a few people just there to visit the winery. It, mm -hmm. Same atmosphere. They, yeah. they came back and started right back at it. Well, you know, um, <laughs> people might ask, you know, why, how we uh, 
just, you know, do our podcast with just sipping wine and just kind of enjoying things on like a, a personal yet business level. And, uh, you know, the Espinosas is one of those kind of episodes where you can you can understand it now because of yeah. who our friends are. <laughs> yeah, where we come from. <laughs> this is where we come from. But then we had Joe Green. So Joe Green um, was an amazing episode. I mean, it was a powerful episode. And, and you know, another piece behind the scenes, you know, we were writing out an outline for Joe Green. Mm-hmm. And you remember what he said? Joe, Joe was like, you can share your notes with each other, but don't tell me anything you're going <laughs> to yeah. ask me. <laughs> yeah, he was ready. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not telling you nothing, Joe. Let's go. Yeah. And he was 100 percent in. I mean, mm-hmm. when he hit that switch, I mean, in anybody who knows Joe knows that that switch really doesn't go off anyway. Mm. You know, uh, big smile at all times. Gregarious was the word we that used word. Yeah, during the episode. <laughs> and um you know, he stood right up to it and, and he's the man. Joe is the man mm-hmm. and um, actually possibly our most popular episode, but um, it certainly kicked everything off for us. And the yeah. reason why, uh, going back a little bit, why it became our first episode is because in our mind, uh, you know, I won't say it, but er- I shouldn't say it, but arrogantly enough, we thought we'd help him get elected. He, it was... Um, Time for it was right around election time. Mm -hmm. Remember when it was time to release it? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, we need to help him, you Mm -hmm. know, get in the city council. Mm -hmm. Um, And he did win. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And then not too long ago, what we found out is that he also became deputy mayor. Now, if you remember (laughs) the end of the episode, if you go back and listen to that one, which you all should, because it is actually... um, it's the one I, I still get the most texts about mm. uh, just because of his story. Everybody loved his story. Everybody loved the way he told his story. Mm-hmm. And um, they were really excited about it. So most of you subscribers that still listen to our podcast probably listen to us because of that Joe Green episode yeah. first. So at the end of the episode, um, those of you who don't remember, Pops asked him. So I got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you running for mayor again? And he said no. Right, right. <laughs> he clearly said no. Not interested. Not, not interested. Doing it. Not in the plans. Don't tell people that. <laughs> and here he is. He's now the deputy mayor of Vista, California. So congratulations, yeah. Joe. We are happy for you, um, and we hope you're happy too. Yeah. And in any support that we can give you uh, from the same business, different day podcast, we are 100 yeah. percent here and behind you. But. Um, I think he's the right person for the job also. I mean, if you listen to that episode, community is what that man is about. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And, and regardless of political lines mm-hmm. or otherwise, mm-hmm. he's all about the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people know that. And that's what you find out when they all vote for you. Absolutely. Yeah. That episode's the one I shared with my grandma. Beautiful. She, she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the first episodes I share as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who's next? Um, then we had uh, Mark and Mark. Mark Gallo and Mark um, Wilson. I remember that I wanted to be able to uh, build something that was bigger than myself. Um, I think I had that uh, entrepreneurial disease early, and, uh, and I think I recognized that early on, that I, I wanted to be in charge of making my own decisions and, and either uh, you know surviving or failing because of the decisions that we made. It's like, if, if you don't have a plan B, you better make plan A work. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that, that was kind of what drove me. Yeah. yeah. Was that stressful? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I quit my career 10, 
at least 10 times in my first seven years. Mm-hmm. I just happened to rehire myself 11. It's crazy to look back at my, at my history to kind of see the path I took and, and the different processes that went on in my head. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. The oh, gentlemen. <laughs> Those are my guys. They're fun. <laughs> oh yeah. That was, it was so much fun. Yeah. Um, you know, they, I go way back with them, but, um, you know, and I even went over, you know, usually I, you know, I might bring a bottle of wine or something, you know, to the episodes, mm-hmm. you as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, I went over to uh, Belgian Beaver, picked up a couple crawlers, right. and yeah. yeah, and they were just, you know, so excited <laughs> to sit down. I hadn't seen them in a long time. Obviously, one thing because of uh, the pandemic, but also just because, um, you know, we're 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 just too busy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're running in all the directions that we're running in, and um, I'm just so proud of those guys, man. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I met Mark Gallo when he was still at MetLife, okay. uh, him and his partner, Chris Rand. And then um, Mark Wilson was doing his own thing just individually. And like he told us in the episode, he was just trying to take on any business that he could for any price because he just wanted to keep his business going. Right. And then, I mean, those of you who don't know where he is now, I mean, listen to the accolades. They are yeah. off the charts. So um, I'm, I'm really proud of those guys. Um, and you know, the fact that they actually sat down with us and told their whole story, Mm -hmm. like we were saying at the beginning of the podcast, it's about the whole story, not just a piece of it. You know, I know for sure those stories translate onto others. Right. You know, I mean, those are, those are your regular everyday stories and look who these guys have become now. You know, that was, I think that was the first episode Pops didn't sit in on. He wasn't with us. No. And and I think that that's the one where he realized how excited he was about being a part of this. Yeah. Um, because immediately after listening to it and we did it, that was a, our first two parter. Right? right. So we did a two parter on that one because we did about an hour and a half. It was a long one. Yeah. But we we're having fun. That's we why. had a, we yeah. were having a great time. <laughs> and um, but Pops called me and he said, that was great. <laughs> that was a great Good. episode. Good. You were talking about. um. Wilson. Wilson, yeah. yeah. Well, they both Wilson and Gallo shared really personal stories with us. And I think that really, you know, has a perspective to it. And if you listen to it, you can really see where they came from. And it means a lot, not mm-hmm. to them, but I think to people who listen too. But Wilson was telling us that he was a little bit nervous about us releasing the episode. He wasn't sure how he came off on it. He wanted, I don't know if he listened to it beforehand, but he, he was nervous. I, I, yeah. I think I sent him some excerpts and he was like, oh man, I don't, you know, I don't know how I sounded. I don't know yeah. how your audience is going to take it, yeah. but I'm, we can tell you right here and right now, Wilson, that um, people loved it. People man. love it. Yeah. yeah. No negative comments about yeah. any of our episodes actually, which, uh, you know, maybe thanks to you. Oh, well, <laughs> but, we, you know, we're fortunate that, you know, we pulled in the right guests and everything. And those guys were, yeah. were a big integral part of it taking off. And I have a level of respect for them. It's hard to share certain personal stories about, you know, where you came from and what you overcame. And mm-hmm. he did. Yeah. And, you know, 
people like that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad we were able yeah. to share it. And I, I hope that he's proud of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. He should be proud of it. And that one's in the archives. So, mm-hmm. you know, you guys make sure to check that episode out for definitely, sure as well. Definitely. That's a two parter. And trust me, it's worth the whole hour and a half. Listen to both parts. I mean, if you listen to the first part, you will definitely listen to the second. Oh, part. easily. Well, yeah. we do the reveal at the end. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so uh, who's next? Don Sando. Don Sando was awesome. I love Don Sando. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> You can combine everything into one key metric that kind of gets it all. And so for me, that metric is referral percentage. What percent of my clients will refer me to somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because that kind of measures everything, right? And as long as I'm profitable and while I'm doing that, it doesn't do any good to get referred if you're losing money. Right. Hey, this guy's really cheap, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. He's so easygoing. It's yeah. so easy to talk to. Um, and Pops was in on that episode. He was. Right. And then we, so Don Sando, um, I mean, you know, there's no way to underspeak this uh, or overspeak this, but it, he knows business, mm-hmm. you know, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From his work with Forbes magazine, his own work, his consultation work and so forth. Take a chance to speak to, to Don right. if you can. Um, but if if nothing else, listen to this episode because he dropped jewels. He did. Yeah. He recommended the book Creating Competitive Advantage, mm. which I read. Oh, you did you? Yeah. Okay. I took a ton of notes out of it. I, I mean, I'm not a business owner, yeah. but I still learned from it, you know, yeah. and there's things that I will apply to how I approach you know, my interactions Beautiful. with people in business. Yeah. So yeah. it was a great idea. And I learned a lot from Don Sando. He's <laughs> awesome. And I really liked his uh, real versatile approach to um, to people. He, he's really into the diversity. And I would think Pops was the one that asked him a question about diversity. But he is really open to working with anybody who's yeah. got the ability um, or at least the potential uh, to be successful. Right. And um always open to give great advice. And the one thing uh, also, not too long after that podcast, uh, he sent us an announcement yes. talking about his new business in waste management. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's a monster thing and, and it's, it's really inventive. It's something that isn't happening much in the States at all. And uh, what did I say? He was flying to uh, next week. He's flying to Indianapolis. Indian? Yeah. He's flying out to Indianapolis to, um, to, do some training. training. Yeah. They Employee got trucks. They're flying in so from overseas. Yeah. yeah. He's a busy man. <laughs> he's a busy man again. Again. Uh, yeah. Nonstop. He's back in business. Um, and so in, during that episode, we talked a lot about mergers and acquisitions and what kind of businesses that, you know, you would take on. And he, um, he said he wanted to do something where he wasn't going to have to do too much work, but it was going to be profitable. And he mm-hmm. found the right business for himself. Mm-hmm. And um, if you are one of those kind of people that are looking to find out, you know, what's your future? What's your next step? Um, Don kind of gave some keys to, you know, being patient and figuring out what kind of business you want to buy. If you've got the kind of capital to buy a business and take over it and, and move into it, then um, Don gave some jewels there. So please listen, listen back to that episode. Definitely. Yeah. What's next? Um, after Don, we had Storm Chadwick. After being there for two years, I was promoted to a team lead position where I made money on 
every sale that everyone else made to right. try to pump them up and, you know, go door to door with them a little bit and pump up their emotions, pump up their energy. Oh, come on, right? man. You're the team lead <laughs> at how old? 16. Wow. 16 years 16 old. Years you're old. a team leader. You're, you're teaching sales basically. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And then at 18, I became a manager. So I actually ran an entire team of 10 high school students. Oh, wow. Young Mr. Storm. Yeah. Storm's name uh, again, like I said in the intro, aptly named. Yeah. Yeah. He's a whirlwind. Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. He's not the last one in the, in this um, of, of all of our episodes, but he um, he was certainly a powerhouse. Storm was great. And, yeah. and really one of the reasons why um, I wanted to bring him in. I mean, we've got a long list of potential interviews and we're going to bring all of those to you guys again in season two. Um, please, you know, stay tuned for what we've got coming for you. But um, as we look at the demographics, right, we look at the statistics, um, you know, that's something that you got to do in business um, and, and we see who's listening and, and who's not listening. I wanted to um, make sure that we reached out to the younger folk, mm. the younger crowd a little bit. And because they've got business ideas as well. Absolutely. And um, they, you know, not only do they have something to say, but we've got a lot to teach them. Right. You know, and, and we can bring in the guests that can teach them. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about this 27 year old entrepreneur. I mean, you know, he's, he was entrepreneurs, uh, an entrepreneur for years before that. Since he was like 12. Yeah. 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 yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, like I said in the episode, I'm not sure some of the hours he was working was legal, well, <laughs> but he was definitely a do. hard worker. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I'm really proud of Storm. I remember first mm -hmm. meeting him and from then on. When he said, my name is Stormy, I don't care how high his voice might have been at that point, because that's how <laughs> young he was. Um, he was he was Stormy. Yeah, he was Storm. And and, um, you know, he epitomizes that. Um, but then he told the story. Yeah. Right. He tells the story of his life growing up and how poor they were and mm -hmm. trying to, you know, share snacks and, and, and right. all of that stuff as a family. And then um, kind of going off on in his own and on his own way and and you know, trying to make, you know, make a dollar right? and moving on with life and starting businesses and hustling phones, which is something that we had in common too. But I think most notably with Storm was not giving up. Yeah. You know, there were so many obstacles for him. He just kept going. Not once did he say, no, all right, I need, I need to step. He was just like, oh, well, what's next? I can do it. Right. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's admirable. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think that is pretty undeniable too, because mm -hmm. he could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anybody could do it, he could do it. Right. And, and, you know, he talked about motivating a team and everything. Hey, you know, what's going on, guys? We could do this. Yeah. You know, um, he not only lift himself up, but he lifted others. Definitely. You know, yeah. so um, I'm really proud of him, you know, just as one of my young guys. I, I really think that he's done great things. And anybody just looking for the energy, looking mm -hmm. to be inspired, um, you know, if it's somebody younger than you or older than you, sure. it really doesn't matter. Yeah. What really matters is um, do they give you a reason to believe that you can, too? Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we're doing here on this podcast, the same business, different day podcast. And um, again, uh, congratulations to you, Storm, and more continued success. Let's let's keep working together. Uh, that podcast was very popular. Definitely. Oh, and you mentioned, too, about his, his strong social media following. Storm He's has out there. Um, I'm connected with him on LinkedIn. He has an amazing 
social media outreach. So it's easy to look him up, get connected. Um, he has his own company. You know, you can check him out, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's out there and he's putting himself out there because he, he wants the business. He wants the networking. Yeah. So definitely look him up. Storm Chadwick. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's next? Um, one of my favorites. Okay. This episode was a little different. Okay. It was Curtis and Liana. Oh, yeah. CNL Catering. Yeah. Yeah. Did you always want to own your own business? No, that was was never on the table. Um, Yeah, pretty much. We actually, when um, I was pregnant with our son and we had a baby shower, we had looked into catering and it was really expensive. And we're like, "Eh," you know, really expensive for where we were in our life at that moment. Um, And so we decided he's like, I love to cook. He was doing it as for fun, like always like, oh, what am I going to make? I'm looking forward to what am I going to make? And um, I styled a table and he made the food and it was it was a huge success. It was all the food was good. It looked beautiful. People were like, who catered this? Like, right. can I get a business card? Yeah. And we're like, oh, well, maybe we could <laughs> do this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So. so Pops found that one. Actually, okay. he, he reached out to them because they had catered an event that we had done over a year ago. I don't even remember how long ago because it's been so long since we've been outside in public <laughs> What's events, an event? right? Yeah, yeah. It was a public event. They catered it, like, and and I mean, you know, with something like that, right? It's I don't know if you call that a buffet style, but whatever it is, everybody's mm. putting their finger in the same food, right? Uh, yeah, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> you can't do no, that no, anymore. No, no, no. So how do these kind of people stay in business? Right. And if you check out their Instagram, you can see how they stay in business. Definitely. They've got gorgeous pictures of amazing food Mm -hmm. and um but yeah they had catered this event and in this empty warehouse type building they just turned that place into just a a great conversation place Mm -hmm. because that's what you need when you're networking right? right you need the ability to walk around shake hands or whatever you know like they say about me a glass in the left hand, <laughs> shake hands with the right. Sometimes a plate in the left hand, shake hands with the right. And with them, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe both in the left hand, <laughs> still shaking hands yes. with the right. Yes. But regardless, uh, I really um, enjoyed sitting with them. And, and you know, there was some trepidation for yeah. them at the beginning. Yeah. When Pops had invited them, they were like, we've never done a podcast before. I don't know how this is going to go or, yeah. you know, but uh, one, they wanted to still, you know, get their business out there. Right. And it was really important for us to speak about, speak to them about this kind of um, topic because it was just around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we knew everybody was in like this, this odd space. Not not seeing family. Right. Are, are you doing a Zoom Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's awkward. Nobody knows what to do right now. <laughs> exactly. And they just gave such great ideas. They did. They yeah. gave awesome ideas. Actually, I like replayed just a portion of it. My sister's vegan, and and we uh, played this portion of um this thing about that that thing about the acorn squash, oh, that whole recipe yeah. that they had. Yeah. Yeah. You got to talk mashed potatoes with them. I'll talk mashed potatoes any day. <laughs> but yeah, with them, especially I was excited because well, you're an expert mashed potato. Work, so <laughs> tell me is more. That is that a thing? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> expert mashed yeah. potato. Or, um, but yeah. they also gave us a recipe. Um, if you go to our Instagram, St. Mm-hmm. BizPod, mm-hmm. Um, we've got a recipe from them. Mm-hmm. Little crustinis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was a popular recipe, yeah. too. That one got a lot of hits. And so we're really happy about for them and actually um, still in talks with them to come over and maybe even do some uh, 
kind of YouTube display kind of things where they'll actually cook, you know, Curtis. Um, Curtis is a monster. Curtis is a He's monster so in the kitchen. Yeah. And creative. He told us he watches Food Network shows and recreates the food. I mean, I watch the shows and say like, yeah, I'll make that. And then I never do. Yeah, yeah, but he actually yeah. does. I watch the shows <laughs> and just lick my lips. Exactly. Yeah, well, I go no. find something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> eat popcorn while they're cooking yeah, amazing food. Exactly. So, no, um, we've got this beautiful kitchen over here at the studios, too. And, um, you know, hopefully we can get them over here and, and do some kind of, you know, at least some tabletop displays so. and stuff. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Who's next? Senor David Zumaya. Zumaya. Mm -hmm. That's my guy. We can speak Spanish or we can't. doesn't matter. It's just about, we're all got one language is business. That's right. How do we support each other? Yeah, and yeah. we need that support. Everybody Absolutely. still has to have a sale. Everybody still needs to have some type of transaction. Everybody still has to have a bank account. Somebody still is paying taxes mm -hmm. and all that stuff. It's all the same language. It's just a matter. Let's help each other out. Mm. David is awesome. David is such a busy guy, always out and around town and everything, really, really, really active on social media. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the area knows him. And I really what one of the things I really liked about him uh, during the episode was when he was talking one about the community. Yeah, he was really talking about bringing all the communities together. But he really has pride in his his location, yeah. right, his his area. And he's seeing how all of the cities are all part of one. Right. And, um, you know, he wanted to make sure that, that, you know, we get put on the map. Right. San Diego right. County, what, third largest county in the country. Right. We're, it's a huge, huge county. Yeah. But, um, you know, North County, he says, sometimes gets overlooked because of Metro San Diego. Yeah. And so he just really wants to make sure that um, everything, all of the great uh, sites, food and, you know, businesses mm -hmm. in the area all get some shine and some notice. So um, I'm really happy for him and how hard he's working yeah. for others because all of that comes back to you. And he's kind of doing something that nobody else has done before. I mean, he mm -hmm. is, he's noticed that there's a huge community mm -hmm. up in North County. No one's putting it together saying, Hey, you're doing that. You're doing this. Let's get together and do it together. He's a pioneer. You know? so yeah. That's great. He's a pioneer Absolutely. out here. So we're really happy for him. Anybody um, who wants to connect with him, please go back and listen to that episode. It was a really good one. Definitely. Go back and listen to all these episodes. And that's kind of why we're doing this yeah, recap. It's yeah. just kind of remind you guys, um, at least give you a little synopsis of what we got. We picked up during the episodes. And I assure you uh, that you'll pick up much more. Definitely. You know, if yeah. you listen to those conversations. Always. Who's next? We have the Chamber of Commerce episode. Yes, yes, Rachel yes, and let's Rick. Go. Rachel <laughs> Rachel Bailed and Rick Wangaitis. I went in for my interview and he the first thing he said was, Can you sell? And I'm like, Oh crap, I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong interview. I'm here for media relations. And so I, I quickly realized just from from talking to him and uh, getting to be friends with him that it was important to um, be able to be multifaceted and, and do many things and and being able to generate revenue was the uh, thing that you could do that would lead to a lot of other things that you really enjoy. That was um, a very good, and, it, and you know what? Really? It was it was a podcast that had to happen. Yes, right. It was it was almost forced to happen. Yes, because throughout all of the other podcasts, everybody says. Go to your the local chamber. chamber. Yeah, <laughs> check out your chamber. They'll help you. Talk to yes. your chamber. Who's the chamber? <laughs> right. So now we sit down with the chamber and we say, "Okay, who are you guys?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course, we know who they are, but the fact of the matter is, we also told the story the same way, same business, right. different day. Right. We told the story 
from their beginnings, their life, and how they became CEOs of their chambers. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was so important. We didn't just come to them and just say, okay, how do you help businesses? Yeah, it's not just sell yourself. It's tell us who you are personally and why we should listen. Exactly. And um, they were, you know, they showed how much they are a part of the business community. And it, you know, it's clear how important they are. Mm -hmm. They didn't say I'm important. It's clear how important they are. Mm -hmm. And it was clear before for the episodes, you know, from the episodes before when they were all explaining that Mm -hmm. they're all saying, go to your local chamber. And and now we had those guys in studio. And I'm telling you, those stories were amazing. I mean, you know, and and I love I mean, I love that they didn't come from San Diego. right? Right. They both came in. Um, where did Rick came from Ohio? Mm. I believe it was Iowa, Ohio. I get those confused sometimes. That's four letters, <laughs> four letters, and it's almost pronounced the same. <laughs> and then, um, uh, Rachel, Rachel came in from Texas, right? And <laughs> I just remember, uh, I love her story about where she was, you know, speaking, and they, you know, they said, uh, you know, we're looking, you know, to hire you. And after my speech, um, someone approached me and said, hey, we have a, we're a city, we own a water park, and we're looking for a marketing and group salesperson. Would you be interested in applying? We loved what you had to say. And I said, mm, I'm pretty happy and living in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, doing my thing. And they said, okay, well, we're in San Diego if you ever change your mind. And I was like, wait, wait, come back, come back, wait, tell me more about San Diego. <laughs> and, and so she wound up coming out here, and so we're glad that she did. And, um, you know, we still work closely with her and we're glad to call her and Rick friends. Um, just awesome folks. Yeah. And it, it, it really was a great conversation. And they are they are as great resources as you will hear in the, mm-hmm. you know, in the conversation. They're they're good people. So they're easy to approach and as helpful as they sound. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm sort of a business outsider. You know, I, like I said, I don't own my own business. So I never really thought about the Chamber of Commerce. Like I knew it existed, but I didn't know what it did or what it was for. But now doing this podcast, I realize, you know, like even as a business, I don't own my own business. The Chamber is something that I could get involved in. Right. And that episode is just for me, it taught me something of like, no, this is part of your community. It's something that you can have a say in. Yeah. Then they had a lot to teach me. Yeah. That was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It really was. So one of the things I'm going to take a break right here and talk about um, what one of like I said that we would make some that I would make some changes. What am I going to change for season two mm-hmm. versus this first season? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to change. That's why I diverted just now, because. I keep saying awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. awesome. It was awesome. Awesome, dude. That was awesome. That awesome. All, conversation was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got a, a lot of iterations in my life, but at one point I lived in Manhattan Beach. I think that's where I picked that up. Things were rad, too. Which, mm, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Rad, things were rad, rad sometimes. I like it. Go with that. <laughs> we're from California. <laughs> I'm poor. Cali border raised. What am I going to do? I've lived in close enough to the Pacific ocean all my life. So, go. all right. Who do we have? Who do we have next? Uh, next up was the powerhouse, Julie Lowen. Do you know what the plan was? I wish I could tell you I did. Mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you. You just knew that wasn't I the was right. simply determined. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that so many times what entrepreneurial people do is they say, you have to know what you're going to do. 
in order to be able to set out on a path to do it. Mm -hmm. That's not my path. My path was ultimately unknown. I knew I wasn't doing that. What was I doing? I wasn't sure, but I continued to get an education. So anytime I could afford to take a class at the local community college, I did. Oh, man, she was so powerful. I mean, you know, if you guys could have heard what was in the pre-interview, yeah, <laughs> then, you know, you would even be more blown away by this conversation. Like you thought she shared it all during the interview. She didn't share it. All. She's got so much more. We could bring her back for two or three more times yeah. and it would be more than all of us could handle. She, <laughs> she has it all. Yeah. She does it all. Yeah. Yeah. And she's involved. She's a hundred percent involved. I don't know how she has more than 24 hours a day. I think the rest of us yeah, have yeah, 24. No, right? Julie has yeah. like 29 hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's great. Uh, listen, um, I hope you have all listened to that episode. Mm -hmm. It was a monster. It was, yeah. I mean, she is a powerhouse. Actually, I listened back to the episode maybe two or three times. We couldn't have had a a better guest for conversation. Her she was she was and it was an amazing story. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable story. Yeah, she's another one of those that hardships and overcoming and mm -hmm. making it happen. Yeah, you know, looking at herself and saying, "No, you can do it." Yeah, and get it done now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And I mean, and she she spoke names too. She called a lot of mm -hmm. people out who mm -hmm. were either a part of you know what helped her become who she is or who, you know, tried to hold her back. Right. I think, I mean, I mean, it was a movie. That's really what it was. It was an audio version of a movie. The and biopic of Julie Lowe. Yeah. You guys check that out and just close your eyes mm. and, and, you know, visualize what's happening because, I mean, she painted pictures and that, and that's the truth. Uh, please check out that episode with Julie Lowe. Definitely. All right. After Julie, um, I was kind of nervous about this one, okay. which you knew about going in. It mm -hmm. was Glenn Henry, Mr. Uh, Belief. That's what's jacking me up with entrepreneurship because uh, I love like being able to provide for my family, mm -hmm. but balancing everything like yep. work life balance is just a joke. Mm -hmm. right now you know what i'm saying it's like a cruel like <laughs> are you kidding me you want to balance you know what i'm saying like i could juggle like uh -huh. what when i could catch something when it's falling you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like i could hold on to it and throw it back up in the air mm -hmm. but i'm juggling i'm not balancing well mm -hmm. you know that's not something i'm not Ooh, you're talking about a powerhouse i mean yeah. maybe our best interview i mean um i mean you talk about honesty mm -hmm. somebody who really put themselves out there um, who really, um, you know, lived out loud just, you know, not just for us, really, because he's all over the place, like, you know, social media wise. But um, even for us, you know, he laid it all out there for us and, and really told us, um, you know, what was on his mind, what yeah. he's been going through uh, in life personally, mm -hmm. business wise. And, you know, I tell you, um, I see him almost every day. And even since that episode, uh He's so busy. It's mm -hmm. still usually just a peace sign. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's OK, because I know he's out there doing good uh, for his family and his community. Definitely. And I mean, just an uh, awesome, busy guy. Yeah. No, Now, why were you nervous? Because I know, you know, the the work he's doing is so important. And I know how busy he is. I was like, I don't want to waste his time. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> you know, what's crazy? I want to get the right story. And he I left the we, movie set. 
He left his film set. He did. A, he was doing a film. He left the film set to come give us an hour. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the behind the scenes of it. Right. Isn't that amazing? Right. You know, he took his yeah. time out for that. So that's I think that's partly why I was nervous. I mean, just his persona itself, he his charisma, it's something, you know, he's shining. And so you you sort of have to, like, check yourself. OK. <laughs> um, but then also just knowing that he's giving us an hour of his time. I was like, I got to make it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it. I, I think we did. Yeah. <clears throat> I think um, I think the content of that podcast, uh, that episode goes down in history, mm-hmm. uh, to be completely honest with you. I think that the conversation that we had, uh, excerpts of that can be taken out uh, for history books. Mm. Um, seriously. And yeah. if anybody, uh, if you haven't heard it yet, you, you need to go yeah, back and listen an to it. Listen you know, to. I'm not speaking lightly about this. Um, and it's not just because it has something to do with us. And in fact, maybe I'm saying anytime you get a chance to hear him speak, um, listen, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, yeah, he's out. He's done his TED talk. He's got his YouTube mm-hmm. channel. He's got that great film. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Joy is Magic. Um, if you I mean, you can pull out excerpts from that podcast and use that as a thesis statement. Yeah. The man. is. I mean, it, and it was amazing. And so I, I was really yeah. glad that we finally got the chance to sit down with him. And um, I don't care how local um, we sound, you know, at least up until this point as a podcast, uh, what he's saying is big time. Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody could listen to that and learn from it. And he he's speaking out for his community. He is sharing stories to let the world know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is normal. This is what's happening. This is what people don't think about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was awesome. So um, and then our final episode of the season. My favorite. episode. Yeah. That that was a great time. (laughs) We really did have a good time. I mean, that was we recorded that just before New Year's. So, I mean, the party had already started. Yeah, we were the party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who was on that podcast? We had Paige and Chris. Yes. I went in trying to get a international business degree because I thought I needed a degree like that to have a career and to eventually go into law. And um, after one semester, I was like, this is really difficult. I'm not enjoying being in school whatsoever under this degree. And I remember going to my parents and just being like, this is really hard and crying. And they're Mm. like, do what you need to do. Like, they were just, they've always just been super supportive. supportive. We didn't know the nuances of what it meant to be a brewery in San Diego when there was almost 100 breweries at the time. Mm. So when we opened, uh, it was a lot of just figuring our own stuff out. And Paige had reached out uh, a few months in and asked us if we'd like to become a member. And honestly, we didn't know what that meant. But the amount of support we got from the community once we joined up, uh, the amount of resources that we were given, the amount of connections that were given, just that kind of stuff made that first year to two years a whole lot easier. Um, we didn't have to feel like we're in it alone. And I think that holds a lot of weight. Even though I pronounced Chris Anacleto's name wrong in the intro and the outro. Uh-oh. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Chris. Um, it, but it, it certainly wasn't a slight to him. And, yeah. I, you know, such great information. Yes. 
And it was our first time taking in, uh, you know, caller, you know, uh, emails from, you know, outside listeners. Yeah. questions. That was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. And uh, I'm glad that they were open to, to, Mm -hmm. you know, answering those questions. Mm -hmm. It really uh, turned into a great conversation for, you know, business in general, not just the beer drinkers. Um, Even though afterwards, you're talking about behind the scenes afterwards, Chris still tried to convince me or or at least (laughs) debate with me about why I don't drink beer. But uh, I'm holding strong, guys, for all of us non-beer drinkers. (laughs) And for you beer drinkers, don't worry, I'm still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It really was um, a a really good talk. And I'm telling you, um, you know, Paige is so important in in the community, in the beer community, just in general, Uh, not just San Diego. She's, you know, the executive director of the San Diego Mm -hmm. Brewers Guild. Uh, I don't know who she's bringing in next as president, um, but I'm sure she'll make the right choice. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're talking about somebody who's connected. Um, Paige is connected. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. We were talking afterwards Mm -hmm. and you know, we wouldn't mention someone and she's, Oh, I know his nephew. And because of this and because of that, yeah, and, oh, yeah. wow, I need to like know the, more yeah. about you. <laughs> you tasted their pizza. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. I mean, she knows her way around. And so, um, I, I think that was awesome. And I really just, um, a, a genuine conversation, a fun conversation. I, I think Chris took a little bit of offense that I had everybody drinking wine instead of beer, but it, you know, we caught up. At he that, even that. brought his own beer. Yeah. He was like, Hey yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> The fun thing about that episode was that Paige and Chris knew each other so well. Yeah. Like beforehand, they were sort of making fun of each other. And then yeah. just on the air, I think they fed off of each other. And mm-hmm. I think that was fun. Yeah, for it was everybody. good chemistry. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Kind of like me and you. I think they should do a yeah. podcast together. There you go. Yeah. All about beer. I'll listen. <laughs> You'll listen. I'm here for that. <laughs> okay. So like we said, we are, you know, really excited that, you know, for all of the energy that you guys put behind season one, we uh, we had a ball doing it. Um, we interviewed. We obviously you can hear our enthusiasm about uh, all of our guests. And we're going to continue to have guests on that we know uh, can inspire us mm-hmm. and inspire you all as well. Um, and like I was saying at the beginning, um, you know, we're going to keep interviewing other industries. We're not going to just stick to one business. We're not sticking in one place. Because really what we're talking about is the people, the people who started the businesses, the people who are running the businesses and where they come from, because then we don't have to differentiate ourselves from them. We can we can be them. We can be just like them. And um, I encourage you all um, if you're sitting on the couch and you're thinking maybe I could, maybe I should, but this pandemic or, or whatever your excuses and reasons are, I encourage you to get up and I encourage you to get out there and and, and take those steps. Just like Joe Green taught you, just like uh, Storm Chadwick said, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because that's what they did. And, and so listen back to those episodes if you need a little more energy, if my voice isn't doing it for you. Um, but we are going to keep talking to these other industries um, no matter what. So if you are an industry or a business out there that wants to hit, get your voice heard and you've got a story to tell, you've got an important story to tell, contact us, contact us um, on social media at same biz pod, S A M E B I Z P O D. Or you can email us at same at gmail.com. Um, 
But we will tell you, though, um, you know, season one. Yeah, that's done. Season two, we're expanding. Uh, We're going to get out to more. We're going to go statewide and national. Um, Yeah, it's going to be more Zoom conversations. We're going to get out there and and, and talk to folks, even though we can't get in front of everybody face to face. We are connected Mm -hmm. and we will connect you with those people. So, um, yeah, season one, it it showed you our surroundings. It showed you what we're dealing with. But we've got so much more to offer and so much more to show you. You can learn from these professionals. You can learn from their experience, the experience of others. And it's not hard to learn. You listen, you learn, and you take notes just like Alyssa does all the time. All the time. (laughs) Happy to do it. I'll share my notes. Just ask. Any last Um, words? Yeah, I think most importantly is we have the listeners. Um, We're doing this, one, because we like hanging out with each other, but two, because we do want to inspire. We want to help people. And we hope that people are listening in and getting ideas and moving forward, doing something because they heard Don Sando talk about something that he did and went, okay, I hadn't thought about that before. I'm going to do it now. Um, And just building off of, we're going to try to involve more industries and dive deep and go a little bit more national. If you're listening and there is a route or a certain industry that you want to be involved in and start your own business in, and you want some ideas shoot us a comment on Instagram or Facebook or even YouTube. Say, hey, do you know someone in this industry? Can you interview them? Give us some questions. We're more than happy to like reach out and right. get those answers for you because that's what we're here for. That's what Same Business Different Day is about. It's about getting other people started by listening to the people who have done it before. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And like Joe Green said, thank you, same business, different day. <laughs> I love Joe. <laughs> yeah. Peace. We'll see you season two. Can't wait. Thanks, everyone.